Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Heston, back with another episode here on The Truth, back with another episode of Waking Up With The Truth here as we are waking up for September 25th, 2023. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you guys your Waking Up With The Truth here pretty early in the morning. Again, as I mentioned in last Monday morning show, the Monday morning shows are actually recorded fully at about 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday night. Mondays are my busiest day of the week, and I really don't get home till about 12 o'clock p.m. Um, after leaving at like 7 a.m., so I really just feel like it's best to get this out now. Not sure when it's coming out on Apple Podcasts, so it'll probably come out a little bit later on Apple Podcasts, so if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, feel free uh, to uh, you know not panic or anything like that, um, but just know that if there's something that's really breaking in the morning, I probably am not going to get to it until next show, but I just want to put that out there. Anyways, guys, let's go ahead and take a look at some NBA news. Really, the only NBA news is just the fact that Thunder's head coach, Daggett, praises Jalen Williams, said he's had a productive summer. Jalen Williams, one of those young guns that the Oklahoma City Thunder do have. I mean, the Oklahoma City Thunder, as far as depth and longevity is concerned, is quite quite insane. They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of draft picks in the future. It happens what happens when you have Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and Kevin Durant all leave? You get all these draft picks and trading and all that stuff. I was telling them, well, I wasn't really telling them because I don't have that good of a relationship with them, but I was saying that they should trade all their first round picks for the number one overall pick and get Vimber, Vint, Victor Wembanyama, but they didn't listen to me, so unfortunate about there. <laughs> um, anyways, I just thought it was pretty funny to know. Let's go ahead and go to the NFL. Raheem Mostert and Shane score four touchdowns each as Dolphins hang 70 in historic win versus the Broncos. This game was hilarious to watch. I mean, Tua was great. Tyreek Hill was great. Raheem Mostert had like 43 fantasy points. Devon A. Chain had like 50. Um, it was pretty insane to see the work that these guys put in there. The Dolphins' offense was just cruising. Tua started like 16 for 16 in this one. It's great to see the Dolphins having success. I mean, scoring 70. I mean, they scored 35 in the first half, and I was like, oh yeah they're gonna score like 70 but you always kind of say that jokingly because they end up bringing in like Mike White after you know a certain amount of time like 13 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter and so it was just kind of funny to see how good the Dolphins were and I remember A-Chain scoring like a couple touchdowns early on where like feed most at the ball he ended up getting the ball many times and they ended up scoring 70 points against the Broncos there which was quite um (laughs) interesting to to say the least this one's kind of funny. It's going to be cracking up just reading it. Patrick Mahomes felt pressure to get Travis Kelsey a touchdown with Taylor Swift in attendance. Okay, so if you guys didn't know, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey seem to be dating. And tra- Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey scored a touchdown, and Taylor Swift was pretty happy about it. Um, but it's funny how Mahomes said he felt, quote-unquote, pressure to get Kelsey a touchdown with Taylor Swift in attendance. I mean, Swifty's been working on her Eras tour. Gets to go watch her little hubby, her new hubby, play and he gets a touchdown there's no better love story than that (laughs) i just realized i said love story that's one of her famous songs i need to stop Derek carr sprained ac joint avoided serious injury let's let's stop laughing this is serious saints quarterback Derek carr is believed to have suffered an ac joint sprain during sunday's 18 to 17 loss to the green bay packers what a weird score by the way 18 to 17 Carr could miss time but the injury seems to be less serious than originally expected when he plays will come down when he 
when he plays will come down oh when he plays will come down to swelling and mobility of the shoulder they got the go Jameis winston backing him up so i think they should be just fine the saints offense has looked weird thankfully 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 in five of my six leagues i have alvin kamara he comes back next week i need him to save <laughs> save my ass because I'm, I'm struggling without kamara I had J- jamal williams in a couple leagues he went down and then i had kendra miller today but hopefully kamara is able to fix some of the uh the troubles that he went through there. But, you know, for the Saints, it obviously is a serious injury, and they want to try to fix it as best as possible. Stroud's actually been doing really good for the Texans. I just want to point that out there, too. We'll talk more about that later. Dobbs, James Conner lead the Cardinals to a 28-16 win over the Cowboys. Really shocking to say. Robert Sala defends Wilson after defeat. He gives us the best chance to win. That's what Robert Sala says. Chargers Mike Williams suffers knee injury and win over the Vikings. I was watching this one live. He was carted to the locker room after suffering a knee injury. He was hurt by an awkward tackle in the third quarter and needed assistance getting off the field. He did leave in a cart and he did not return. He is undergo an MRI on Monday. Obviously praying for the best of news, but I really worry that it's something serious. I mean, I was watching him walk off the field and he just could not get going. He could just not, like, and not necessarily enjoy because obviously he was hurt but he cannot get going and not focus at all so that's one of the reasons why you know he had to be able to get helped off the field and um, it was something that you know they just really have to take into consideration sean payton's broncos fall apart an embarrassing 70 and 20 loss miami we've already talked about that jets sauce gardner says patriots jones hit him in the private parts after the play what are with these headlines today? they're just making me chuckle a little bit um i think it's hilarious too i can't get over the taylor swift thing at arrowhead stadium with travis kelsey's mom <laughs> yeah i think it's safe to say that those two are officially dating can you imagine if you're travis kelsey best tight end in football dating a superstar there and taylor swift and she's extremely attractive she's my celebrity crush so i just thought i'd throw that out there i'm really jealous for him Chargers scratch J.C. Jackson versus the Vikings in a surprise move. J.C. Jackson was a surprise scratch on Sunday for the game at Minnesota after not being listed on the injury report this week. He's played in about two-thirds of snaps in his first two games. He signed a five-year, $82.5 million contract, uh, contract as a free agent with the Chargers before last season. He had a rough time making his new team after making the Pro Bowl in 2021, spending his last four years with New England. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see. I don't know why it was a healthy scratch. We've got to obviously learn some more information about that. But maybe he uh, is one of those things or one of those guys that is just interested in, um, you know, maybe I wouldn't say money because you signed a contract, but maybe displeasurement there. When I was watching the Vikings Chargers game today, it seemed like Brendan Staley was noting that it was something like internally wrong. But I'm like, you just signed a five year, $82 million contract. It's, why do you need more money or whatever? So maybe it's just internally with the Chargers. I'm not too sure. Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz have reached out to the New York Jets about potentially joining the team. This is really interesting. New York plans to stick with Zach Wilson at the moment, however. They obviously traded for Aaron Rodgers. is injured. Matt Ryan, I swear, I thought I saw in week one he was, <laughs> he was uh, you know, uh, like commentating on something like that. So I don't know what's to go on there, but I think that's pretty interesting, the fact that um, you know, maybe Matt Ryan, I doubt Matt Ryan. I think Carson Wentz has a better chance just because Carson Wentz has played there in the upper 
northeast area, which is something that is a difficult environment to play in. And Matt Ryan just played in Atlanta and then Indianapolis for his, his career. So I don't know, but I think they're going to stick with Zach Wilson, at least for now. They also got to see if they're going to actually make the postseason or if they it's worth spending guys their money on guys like that. But you see like Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. Obviously, Carson Wentz isn't retired. I thought Matt Ryan was, but I guess he's not. So you know, we see these guys, these veteran guys come back. Hell, there was a report that if the 49ers had made the Super Bowl, they would have signed Phillip Rivers to play in the Super Bowl, which is just kind of absurd to uh, to think about. Switching gears to Major League Baseball, the Yankees missed playoffs for the first time since 2016, Say it's a failure. Yeah, no shit. You're paying all this money for these Yankees, and they're not able to um, you know, make the postseason. It's really, really sad to say uh, for them, but we'll see what happens moving forward there. Next, the Braves reach 100 wins for second straight year. Yeah, the Braves have been good. Um, they are obviously the team to beat in the Major League Baseball playoffs. Joey Votto gets a curtain call after single and potential final home at bat. You always love to see stuff like this. Potentially his final game of the career for sure, probably final game with the Reds. Getting the successes that he's been able to have. Hopefully they're able to make the postseason, but you really, really don't know. Astros were swept by the Royals for ninth loss in 12 games. Astros are falling apart, which is obviously not good. Cubs hand Rockies franchise record 99th loss. Will the Rockies make it to 100 losses this season? Seems to be. I didn't realize there was a franchise on record. I feel like the Rockies have um, struggled tremendously, but I didn't think, or I thought they would have gotten to 100 losses by now. I don't know. Maybe I'm just tripping. Mike Trout's season is officially over due to a wrist injury. I think this was an... <laughs> This was ex- as expected as, you know, Shohei not going to the Angels next season. I mean, Mike Trout got injured, and then Shohei got injured, and they just were a disaster and fell apart. And so I just figured that they weren't going to be playing him because there's no point. They are going to talk about his future, though, down the line, which is going to be huge to see what the Angels are going to do with Trout because obviously he signed that massive extension to stay with them. I think hopefully to try to build around them or maybe even trade Trout. Could you imagine if Trout was on the market? Let's go ahead and recap scores and stats from Sunday, September 24th in Major League Baseball. The Twins beat the Angels 9-3. I'm not going to lie. I have not watched the last two games of Major League or the Twins, really Major League Baseball for the matter, ever since the Twins did clinch the AL Central. For the Angels, Wants goes two innings, Former goes four innings, gets the loss, goes four hits, three and runs, two Ks, and one walk. Zach Neto picks up an RBI, Brandon Jury picks up two. For the Twinkies, Joe Ryan gets the win, goes six innings, seven hits, three and runs, 10 Ks, and no walks. Jorge Polanco, one for five, a solo bomb. Max Keplerone, two for five, home run, two RBIs. Kyle Farmer, an RBI. Trevor Larnick, two ribbies. And Ryan Jeffers, two for four, home run, three RBIs. The Twins win two out of three here against the Angels. As mentioned, they did win the AL Central, which was huge for them. And um, hopefully we're going to make at least one win in the wild card game because I, we need to snap the streak. I don't care if we win the World Series this year. We just got to snap the playoff streak. Blue Jays beat the Rays on the road 9-5. Yosei Kikuchi goes four innings, nine hits, three and runs, seven Ks, and no walks. George Springer, one for five, a home run, three RBIs. Boba Shett hit a solo blast. Vladdy hit two solo blasts, going two for five. Dalton Varsho, a RBI. Whit Merrifield, two RBIs. For Tampa Bay, Taj Bradley goes seven innings, seven hits, six earned runs, four Ks, and two walks. Isaac Paredes, two for four, home run, three RBIs. Camarero, an RBI, and Taylor Walls, an RBI as well. Blue Jays do beat the Rays here on the road. In this series, the Blue Jays did take the first and last games of the series to win two out of three. And it was big for the Blue Jays as a whole as far as wildcard standings are concerned. They're now plus two games ahead of the final wildcard team. They're sitting at second in the wildcard. 
Diamondbacks and the Yankees played game two of the series here. The Diamondbacks win 7-1. Zach Allen gets the win, goes six innings, three hits, no one runs, eight Ks, and two walks. Moreno, RBI, Tommy Fan, RBI, Christian Walker, and Longoria picked up two. Perdomo picked up an RBI as well. Carlos Rodon goes six and a third, five hits, three and runs, four Ks, and one walk. Aaron Judge, an RBI on the day, the only RBI for the, the Yankees. Diamondbacks do win here on the road against New York, and typically this is the end of the series, but they're actually playing tomorrow because of the fact that uh, they had a postponement yesterday. So they're finishing up the series there against the Yankees, and then I'm assuming heading over for a three-game set at the White Sox. It's always tricky with these interleague matchups because you can't really reschedule games, particularly this late in the season. Nationals beat the Braves at home a 3-2. Winnis gets the loss, goes 5 innings, 7 hits, 2 and runs, 6 Ks, and 2 walks. Sean Murphy picked up a solo blast. Pilar picked up an RBI. For the Nationals, Jackson Rutledge gets his first major league win, going 5 innings, 3 hits, 1 and run, 4 Ks, and 2 walks. C.J. Abrams, an RBI. Young picked up 2 RBIs. Nationals beat the Braves here at home a 3-2. For the Nationals and Braves in the series, the Nationals actually won that first game of the doubleheader, lost the second game. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But lost 3 out of 4 here against the Braves in the series as the Braves were able to get to 100 wins. White Sox and the Red Sox played in a weird game. Only six innings in this one. Clevenger gets the win as the White Sox win 3-2, going six innings. Technically a complete game shutout. Five hits, two runs, no Ks, and no walks. Two RBIs for Elvis Andrews, Gavin Sheets, and RBI. For the Red Sox, Cutter Crawford, five and a third, four hits, three and runs, seven Ks, and three walks. Adam Duvall and Abreu picked up home runs. Kind of interested in this series, how it was only six. I mean, obviously, rain was a factor, but these two teams are out of the postseason, so what does it really matter if they cancel the game in six innings? At least they're able to complete it. It would have been interesting. I don't know if the Red Sox play today, but I'll check in a little bit, obviously. I know the White Sox game against the Diamondbacks got postponed today because the Diamondbacks, I just mentioned, have to finish the series against the Yanks. Orioles beat the Guardians on the road 5-1. Kyle Gibson picks up the win here against the Guardians, going 7 innings, 5 hits, 1 and run, 4 Ks, and 1 walk. Rutschman, Santander, Mullins, Westberg, and Mateo pick up RBIs for the Orioles. Tristan McKenzie gets the loss, goes 1 and 2 thirds, 1 hit, 3 and runs, no Ks, and 6 walks. Had really bad command issues in this one, obviously. 52 pitches, only 19 strikes. Cole Calhoun and RBI on the day, but the Orioles do beat the Guardians here. They win the final two games of four against the Guardians after the Guardians were able to take two out of four. Sucks for Tristan McKenzie, but it's kind of what you expect after being injured throughout the season and not really playing at all. Um, Sucks to see for sure, but he's on to next season. Hopefully he's able to do better than the six walks performance. Marlins and the Brewers. Freddie Peralta goes three innings, nine hits, four and runs, four Ks, and no walks. Christian Yelich, one for five. Contreras, Santana, two RBIs. Sorry, two for four on the day. Taylor picked up an RBI. For the Mar- Marlins, Marwins. Edwin Cabrera, five innings, five hits, one and run, five Ks, and two walks. Josh Bell, a solo bomb. Brian De La Cruz, two RBIs. John Birdie, two for four. Two home runs, three RBIs as well. Marlins do beat the Brewers here at home. They win the final two out of three after losing 16-1. to Pretty embarrassing there in that first game of the series. Reds beat the Pirates at home 4-2. For the Pirates, Quint Pryster goes six innings, two hits, two and runs, four Ks, and five walks. A lot of high walks here in these pitchers today. DeLay picks up an RBI. Swinski, a solo bomb, picks up an RBI as well. Brandon Williamson goes four and a third, four hits, two and runs, three Ks, and one walk. TJ Friedel, two for two, a home run at three RBIs. CJ Encarnacion Strand, solo home run as well. The Reds do beat the Pirates here. Finally win a game against the Pirates after losing the first two, and their playoff chances were completely sunken, but I think they still have life, as my friend one great user would say for Madden Broadcast, but it is getting pretty limb there. 
slim there. You know, the Reds obviously wanted to take at least two out of three against the Pirates and weren't able to do that. Royals beat the assholes on the road six to five. They sweep them. Alex Marsh gets the win. Five and a third, three hits, three and runs, six Ks, and two walks. Salvador Perez, one for four, home run, two RBIs. Nick Velasquez, two for three, two solo bombs in the day. Matt Duffy, one for four, home run, and two RBIs. For the Astros, Hunter Brown goes three innings, six hits, six earned runs, four Ks, and one walk. Jose Altuve, two for five in RBI. Jordan Alvarez, two for four. Solo bomb. Abreu, McCormick, and Diaz pick up RBIs as well. Royals do sweep the Astros here on the road. And again, for the Astros, that just hurts tremendously. They are now the final wild card spot with a half game lead over Seattle. But losing nine out of their last 12, including three of their last four series being against the Royals and Athletics. And the Royals, I should say, twice. Um, it is disappointing losing nine out of 12 there. Cubs beat the Rockies, as mentioned earlier, to give the Rockies their 99th loss of the season, 4-3. Ty Black, 5-3, 6 hits, 4 and runs, 5 Ks, and 3 walks. Brennan Rogers 1-4, for four, home run, 2 RBIs. Nate Jones, a solo home run there. For the Cubs, pitching-wise, Jordan Wicks goes 6 innings, 4 hits, 3 and runs, 3 Ks, and 1 walk. Jan Gomes, 2 RBIs. Patrick Wisdom, a home run, 2 RBIs as well. Cubbies do beat the Rockies here. They win all three games against Colorado at home. Pretty good pitching performances, pretty good performances in general for the Cubs. Cubs, as far as the wildcard position is concerned, currently sitting as a final wildcard team right now, so it's good for them to take care of a team like the Rockies compared to the Astros not doing that against the Royals. Rangers beat the Mariners at home 9-8. Big potential game there. Brian Wu gets the loss, goes 3-3, 5 hits, 6 run runs, 6 Ks, and 2 walks. J.P. Crawford, a solo bomb. Teoscar Hernandez, 2-4, for four, home run, 2 RBIs. Kalinick and Suarez, 2 RBIs as well. Haggerty, an RBI. For the Rangers, Nathan Nivaldi gets the win, goes 5 innings, 6 hits, 5 run runs, 6 Ks, and 2 walks. On the offensive side, Marcus Seaman goes 2-4, for four, 2 solo bombs. Corey Seager, home run, 2 RBIs. Adolis Garcia, a home run. Tavares and Carter pick up home runs with 2 RBIs as well. As mentioned, the Rangers win a big one and actually sweep the Mariners here, winning all three games at home, which was huge for them. They got the Angels on the road before finishing off the season with a four-game set again at the Mariners. And that series might, right there might actually determine who's in the postseason and who's not. Because right now, as it stands, the Rangers are currently sitting with an 87-68 record. The Mariners are the only other team that can make the wild card spot. Either the Mariners, Astros, or Blue Jays will be not making the playoffs this season. Tigers avoid the sweep at Oakland, winning this game 2-0. For the Tigers pitching, Erod Eduardo Rodriguez, wow, seven innings, five hits, no one runs, five Ks, four walks on the day for him. On the offensive side, Torkelson, two for four, two RBIs. For the athletics, pitching JP Sears, five innings, six hits, two and runs, seven Ks, and two walks. Tigers do avoid the sweep here against the athletics. Both teams are going to be having a early October watching the postseason on their couch. Padres beat the Cardinals 12-2. Drew Rom 3-3, 11 hits, 6 earned runs, 4 Ks, and 1 walk. Rough start there. Baker, home run, 2 RBIs of the day. Waka goes 7 innings for the pod, 6 hits, 2 earned runs, 6 Ks, and 1 walk. Juan Soto, 1 home run, 4 RBIs in the day. Fernando Tatis and Xander Bogarts, as well as Gary Cooper, Batten, uh, hit a RBIs. Rosario, 2 RBIs. Zokar, a solo home run as well. Padres do beat the Cardinals. They win this series here, winning 2 out of 3. And again, both teams won't be playing in October. team that will be playing in October, though, is the Phillies, winning this one against the Mets 5-2. to two. For the New York Mets, pitching-wise, or at least um, is concerned as their starting pitcher, Buto goes 4 innings, 4 hits, 4 and runs, 5 Ks, and 2 walks. Mauricio, 1-4, for four, home run at 2 RBIs. 
for the Phillies, Christopher Sanchez. Yeah, Christopher Sanchez. Seven innings, three hits, two in runs, 10 Ks, and one walk. Bryce Harper, RBI. Real Muto, two RBIs. Nick Castellanos, a home run, two RBIs as well. Uh, the Phillies are able to win this one here against the Mets. They're on a five-game win streak, which is great for the Phillies, continuing to play great baseball as of late. In this series against the Mets, they actually swept them, winning all four games here, which for the Mets it didn't mean much, but for the Phillies it really did. As mentioned, the Braves did beat the Nationals in the second game of the doubleheader, 8-5. Spencer Strider goes 5-2 and thirds, 7 hits, 4 runs, 4 Ks, and 1 walk. Matt Olsen, RBI, Arcia, 3 RBIs, Pilar, a home run, 2 RBIs, Wall, Forrest Wall, home run, 2 RBIs as well. For the Nationals, Johan Adon, 4 and 2 thirds, 5 hits, 4 runs, 5 Ks, and 4 walks. On the offensive side, Lane Thomas, a solo bomb, Cabert Ruiz, 2 RBIs, Garcia, a home run, 2 RBIs as well. Braves do win 3 out of 4 here against the Nationals. And the final game of the day, the Dodgers did beat the Giants and at the home, I should say, 3-2. to two. For the San Francisco Giants, pitching-wise, Ryan Walker goes an inning. Beck goes 4 and a third, 4 hits, 2 and runs, 3 Ks, no walks. Lamont Wade, 1 for 4, home run, 2 RBIs. For the Dodgers pitching today, Lance Lynn goes 6 innings, 5 hits, 2 and runs, 6 Ks, and 3 walks. On the offensive side, James Altman, 1 for 2, a home run, 2 RBIs. Chris Taylor, RBI as well. Dodgers do beat the Giants here, win the final two games of the series here against the Giants, winning 3 out of 4 as a whole, but a big win there for the Giants. And it seems like just, I'm sorry, for the Dodgers, it seems like pushes the Giants out of postseason. Let's go ahead and preview the games here for Monday. All right, guys, let's go ahead and kick off this final week of Major League Baseball. Man, it's hard to think that today is the start of the final week of Major League Baseball. It's a quick, quick little segment here. We only got four games today, kicking things off with the Diamondbacks and the Yankees concluding their series here. Merrill Kelly on the bump, 12-7 record, 3.37 ERA. Taking on Clark Schmidt, 99, 4.65 ERA. Give me the Dimebacks at home, minus 1.5, plus 140. Give me the over as well at 7.5. I think over-under is a bit low. I think Merrill Kelly does enough, but I think more than anything, the Diamondbacks do enough, and they really want to obviously win this game here. So I think they do at least the best potentials there, and I think that they do come away with a 2-3 series win. Rangers and the Angels. John Gray on the bump, 8-8 eight eight record, 4.22 ERA. Taking on Patrick Sandoval, 7-13, 4.19 ERA. Give me the Rangers um, at home here. I think the Rangers do come away with a victory. John Gray has like not pitched more than like three innings, it feels like, in his last like 30 starts. Going two and a third, three and two thirds, two and two thirds his last three, and he struggled in all of them. I think he gets a bounce back win here. I think the Texas Rangers win at minus one and a half, minus 120. I'm going to go with the under as well. I think it's a good pitcher's duel between these two guys that are very unlikely to be um, good pitchers here in this one. Astros and Mariners, Verlander on the bump, 11-8 record, 3.44 ERA. Taking on Luis Castillo, 14-7, 3.06 ERA. Give me Castillo and the Mariners here at minus 1.5 plus 170. Give me the under as well at 7.5. Both teams need to win desperately. Both teams just got swept. I think the Mariners win it strictly because they're at home, but it should be a great pitcher's duel between the two sides. Whoever wins this game is in a better position Moving forward, they're both competing for the final wildcard spot. Man, what a what a what a couple of series here to end the year for the Mariners. Rangers, Astros, Rangers, all division opponents, all fighting for that final finals two spots and three spots for that matter. And the final game of the day, the Padres at the Giants. Blake Snell, fourteen and nine record, two point three three ERA, taking on Logan Webb, ten and thirteen, three point three five. Give me Blake Snell on the pause on the road, minus one and a half plus one sixty. Give me the over though, six and a half is extremely low. I think the Padres do win. Obviously, the Giants want to win, but their postseason dreams seem to be gone as well. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of The Truth. Hope you guys did enjoy it. If you guys did, make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter. The Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information of value. As always, I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Heston, signing off. Take care, and good night. Mm-hmm.